Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hey everyone, Matt here with the Habesha Finance Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Today I'm going to be talking to you Habesha parents, all of my Ethiopian, Eritrean, and I mean just any parent who is out there who is working hard to support their family and kind of put their financial planning to the side. I really want this message to drive home to a lot of people in the Ethiopian, Eritrean, and just in general, the communities out there who don't have the resources to be able to do the proper financial planning that a lot of older parents and people who came to the United States of America uh, didn't get you know, early on in life, the edu- the financial education that we, a lot of you didn't get early on. And so this is just going to be eight tips, eight basic tips, I think that can help you get, you know, started on the right track. So if you ever need to just refer to the link in the podcast, refer to the link in the show notes for the complete transcript, the whole written part. And I think this will be a great opportunity for you to really just understand where you are and where you want to be in life, where you want to be financially. So um, we'll start with number one, and that's about saving for retirement. A lot of experts say save 10%, 15%, 20% of your income in your 401k or Roth IRA. And really, I just want you to be able to put something away. And real, And what I think is very important is what you're investing your money in, in your 401k, your Roth IRA, make sure that you're invested in low cost, broad based index funds. And if you wonder what this is, if you struggle with wondering, you know, looking at your 401k options, your investment options, you can just simply start with the S&P 500 index fund. It's written in the article. It's written in the show notes. S&P 500 index fund. And then you can do half there and half in a bond index fund, B-O-N-D, bond index fund. But if you have these two funds, 50-50, a lot of experts and a lot of people will say you'll do just fine. You don't really need to invest in other things. You don't really need to invest in stocks like the returns. It's not going to really impact you, especially if you've never started. If you haven't, if you just do 50%, S&P 500 index fund and then 50% of your income going to a total bond index fund, then you're going to do very, very good. Like you, a lot better than many, many Americans who are investing and saving. And I hope you do that. And then the 10%, you know, make 10% the minimum. If you can do 15 or 20% of your income going to your retirement, that's even better. And you, I know you have other bills, you have other things I'm going to talk about here in a second. So I don't want you to overstress yourself, but I also want you to make sure you're putting away at least 10%, especially if your company or where you work gives you a match, then that'll be even better. You know, that'll be really helpful. Uh, number two, I know it's hard to accept, but your children shouldn't come to you for college money. All right, you have to, and this message is to the Habesha youth. A lot of you young Ethiopians and Eritreans, we've got to do a better job of supporting our parents with their financial retirement, with their personal finance journey, because they're doing a lot, you know, and we understand, at least have a better grasp of what's going on here and, you know, some of the things that are happening in this country. So 
I really want us to just take a moment and help them, especially if we have the financial means, if we are going, if we can go to community college, if you can apply for scholarships, it's important not to ask them for money, money, money. And then, you know, later on, they're struggling with their retirement. If you can help them now, I think they sacrificed a lot to get to this country, United States of America. And so we can help them by asking for less and doing a lot more to help them financially, to help them plan for retirement. If anything, just try to help them plan for retirement. That means if you can work a little bit to help them pay for a financial coaching session for one hour, two hours with somebody who's reputable, somebody who's respected in the financial planning community, then that will be a great, you know, opportunity for them. That'll be money well spent, not you know, asking for money to, you know, buy some McDonald's or go buy some Burger King or go out to this party or go out to this vacation. Really, I really want you all to understand that like our decisions in college, our decisions as young people have an impact on the future financial uh, position that our parents will be in. So I really want you to take this moment to ask yourself is if you have an opportunity to work try to work. If you have an opportunity to apply for scholarships for college, do that. Like Habesha parents, you have to focus on your retirement. Yes, college for your kids is important, but also your retirement, I will sit, I'm going to say it, is more important. Your retirement is more important than paying for your kids' college. I, I, I know it's hard to accept. I know it's hard to think about, but you have to understand that. You have to get to terms with that, okay? So the next tip, you've got to pay off that house. I know you are working and you're you're doing a lot, but your house, your car note, any credit cards, you've got to be able to pay those off. And if you're struggling financially, I'm not saying this is a good decision to do, but, you know, defaulting on credit cards, sometimes some people are struggling so bad that they have to, but realize, understand that your credit, it, it's not going to go with you when you die, right? It's not something that's going to go with you when you die, because if you really think about it, credit doesn't really matter. Like if you have a house, if you have your car, as long as you're paying those off on time, like what do you need credit cards for? What do you need credit for? And I'm going to talk about this in the next tip, but don't say emergency fund. You don't use a credit card to pay for emergencies. That's very bad planning. Okay. I, I know I have empathy for so many of you who think credit cards can be for emergency because, you know, my own family has struggled with this too. Me, me as well when I was younger. But you, if, if nothing is going wrong right now, if everything is okay, then start taking money and putting it away for that emergency. Okay. And that leads me to my next tip. Number four, stop borrowing money. Cut the credit cards up. Your emergency fund needs to cover three to six months of expenses. If you can just start saving a little bit, when times are good, you know, when times are good, that's the time that you have to plan. That's the time that you have to be prepared for the rough times, for the hard times. It's really important you understand that. And, you know, that's part of the next tip. Number five, this will take time. We have to understand this stuff will take time. It's gonna be a marathon. It's not a sprint. It doesn't happen overnight. Your financial planning is going to take time. So I recommend that you have the mindset, have the perspective, understand it's going to take day by day by day to get you to a good 
financial position, to pay off the house, to pay off the car, to do a lot of these things. It's going to take time, but don't worry. Everything will be okay. Everything will be fine and you will be fine. So number six, get life insurance if you can. If you're medically able to, get life insurance. I would say 10 to 30 years of term life insurance. Okay. I'm going to say that again, 10 to 30 years of term, 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 term life insurance in case anything happens to you. If you can get enough to cover, you know, paying off the house, paying off the car that, you know, you can pass on to the kids, give a little bit for college and stuff, then, you know, maybe that's 200,000, 300,000, $400,000 of term life insurance, that will be really uh, a great benefit for your children, for your kids. I would say if you can push it to 500,000, push it to $1 million if you can, right? If you can afford the monthly payments, but remember it's all about getting a term life insurance policy. And I don't have to explain it in detail. Just type in, in Google term life versus permanent life insurance, and just read all the benefits and pros and cons, what's better. And I think you'll come to the same conclusion as me that our people who are middle class to lower class, we don't need to get a permanent life insurance policy. We're very good with a term life insurance policy. Okay. Number seven, budget, budget, budget. If you're making money, start living on a budget. If you're earning income, start living on a budget. You know, you don't like, I I really get frustrated because I see so many People who make good amount of money, but don't budget that money. And at the end of the month, they don't know where the money's going. So you have to budget, right? Budget for groceries, budget for, you know, bills, budget for, uh, eating out, budget for anything kind of, you know, you have events going on. You know, what's going to happen three months from now. You know, your taxes, property taxes are due every year. You have to plan around those things. Budget, budget helps you get ahead of any kind of disaster helps you get ahead of any kind of big spending that's going to happen. Like, you know, some of you spend money on Christmas time. Some of you spend money for uh, certain holidays and it just helps you get ahead of that time. And if you need a budget, I have a really great Excel budget. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's a free budget. It's the one that I use me and my wife and my family we use, and it's helped us a lot. All right. And my last tip here is for you to get a will written and get an estate plan set in place like a health directive and all those things like when you die or if you're medically ill or terminally ill, what is going to happen to your body? How do you want to be, you know, treated in the hospital? A lot of those things you need to have that written out so your family knows, your children know, your friends know, nobody's guessing. So many times we don't have these things written out. What happens to the house? What happens to the car? What happens to you in the hospital? And if you can have all that stuff written out, then your family will be very much thankful that you did that. I hear from a lot of my American friends, you know, get an estate plan, get a will, do all of these things, get that stuff taken care of because you don't want any guessing to happen. Right. And that's very, very important. So go back through, listen to this. I know it doesn't cover everything about financial planning, but I would say if you get with a very good, respected financial planner, and that's my goal for you by the end of the year is to find somebody in the Habesha community who is a financial planner who can help you from A to Z and who I can maybe interview on this podcast. That would be 
a big goal for mine who can speak Amharic, speak Tigrinya, um, just speak different, you know, languages that maybe can help you, the English as well, and just break down everything, be trustworthy. A lot of times it's hard to find people in the financial planning services who are trustworthy. And that's why Habesha Finance exists. That's why I'm doing this because I see it with my own family and I see it with a lot of friends and people who are growing up in America who don't have those kinds of resources. So go back through and let me know if there's anything that I missed that I can include that I can talk about in future episodes. I really hope um, this episode will help you in your financial planning. And thank you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful and purposeful week.